I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. So, on a scale from one to ten. Five. (laughs) How disturbed were you by watching Mrs. Doubtfire as a kid? I wasn't, but I wasn't that young. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Still one of my favorites when he goes, hello! I loved Mrs. Doubtfire. We watched it in my auditorium in middle school. But... It's a man. Wait, you watched it at school? We did. But it's a man dressed in women's clothes. I grew up in Miami. We didn't care about <laughs> shit like that. Like we were like people do that shit all the time. We probably had a trans teacher or even a like a like not a trans like transvestite. I'm sure we had several of them. Is that an acceptable word to say anymore? I think a transvestite is the a person who dresses like a drag, no? Mm. I don't know. Is that acceptable? I feel like I don't that use word it often. is not good anymore, but I like I'm not I think sure. We just call them trannies now. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> that not. It's okay. definitely not a not a winner. Well, so a I'm transvestite is someone different than a transsexual or somebody who is trans or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You yeah, might, then we listen. say transgender instead of transsexual now. Okay, transgender. I'm sorry, I'm wrong all the way. Well, no, why don't we just say trans? But that's but you're talking about something I'm not, different. I'm not talking about someone who identifies as a different sex. I'm di- I, I'm talking about no, someone who dresses in the opposite sex. Yeah, so a drag person king or queen right so that's what we're talking about we are talking today so about wait were you disturbed by mrs doubtfire no not at all okay i'm like well, what the fuck is but this he was right? one of the good ones <laughs> yes God so not, not one of the target pedophiles right no i asked i asked about it because i think it's interesting well, people are coming back at that movie people have no nobody's saying anything about mrs doubtfire but they want to say all kinds of things about drag queen story hour when in reality it's Kind of the same thing. But Robin but Williams is just trying to get his kids back. Right. Yeah. So um, So, just before we get started, what would your drag name be? Okay. So, let me start by my latest outrage. Yeah. So, when we you asked us this question, I typed in drag, drag queen generator, which a thousand of them came up, and mine is Charlemagne Tension. But... <laughs> When I then searched up drag king name generator, nothing came up but drag queen generator. I have one for you. So I was super irritated. I have a drag king name for you. For me? Go ahead. I gave my own. Lariola. (laughs) That's funny for a thousand reasons. Um, I I like it. I'm going to be, and then if I had my own drag queen name, it'd be Kitty Jules. And if I was a drag king, it'd be the other way, Jules Kitty. Oh, that's excellent. So well, then I'm going to take Lariola back. You can have Lariola. Isn't but that what fun to say? It is Lariola, kinda, yeah. What are you going to be, though, if you're a drag queen? I don't know. Hmm. That's not the assignment, Michelle. sir. Michelle. Oh, that's my mom's name. All right. Let's see. So your birthday, I found a drag <coughs> name generator. Drag queen name generator. Uh, it's so not going to be clever enough for me. Probably not. Yeah, mine so was Charlamagne Tension, mine, which is why I gave my own. Mine from here was Alada Anaconda. <laughs> Which I liked. So, um, yours would be Mrs. Ophelia. We're off to a bad start because I'm definitely not married. Mrs. Ophelia. Junk. I feel like Ophelia would be good for me since I'm all Shakespeare. <laughs> Mrs. Ophelia Delight. No, I don't like that. Well, no. Delight. I think we could be funnier with Ophelia Pants or. It's almost too obvious. But you were like doing Ben Dover and Eileen Dover. You had like again. two well, weeks to care. figure this out. Right. You had two weeks. You think I had any faith in the fact 
that we were going to actually record. <laughs> For the record, I have or not make it been this up. far. I mean, we are five episodes in today, <clears throat> so. Um, what is your all's experience with drag? Like, have we been to drag shows? I have emceed drag shows. Oh, I I could see that. So I grew up just north of Key West, Florida. Right. And I've seen a lot. Um, funny story. We went, uh, like, some years ago, I my cousin and friend from here, they had moved to Atlanta anyway. I went and had a big gay weekend. And they took me to a drag show. And when we were leaving... The friend said, that's a lot for you. And my cousin turned and said, that's not a lot for her. She took me to one when I was 18 years old in Key West. And so, like, for me, I've been to lots and I love them. We, we yeah. You and I have been together. Just that one. That's once. It yeah. wasn't that great. It, it was not the best one. And there was one really disturbing song that I could have never gotten out of my <laughs> ear forever. And I don't want to repeat it. But, um. Yeah, so I love them. I think their yeah. the pageantry and like their beauty is really like remarkable. I used to go a lot in college. There was one um, <laughs> really. It, it's closed down now, but it was really close to where I used to work, and it was like some of the most fun I've ever had was going to those shows. Yeah, they're just very magical. Yeah, they're it's just very so fun. like to me. It's like very like Broadway esque, and I love all of that. And they like there's glitter gowns and all this pretty makeup, and it's all the things I'm never gonna fun ever music, do. Amazing right. dancers, yes. women, so much well more beautiful than I could ever so pretend to be. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, when you heard about Drag Queen Story Hour, what was your initial reaction to that? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still right but, now. But Let's get our yeah. initial reactions in real time. <laughs> <laughs> I still do not know what it is. Okay, well, I'll tell you. Um, so Drag Queen Story Hour is a national program, and it celebrates readings through the glamorous art of drag. Uh, our, our chapter network creates diverse, accessible, and culturally inclusive family programming where kids can express their authentic selves and become bright lights of change in their community. Uh, Drag Queen Story Hour events are happening all over the world at libraries, schools, bookstores, museums, not, summer not here camps. In East Tennessee. Go ahead. Oh, I think there have been some. No shit. Uh, in Tennessee, at least. Could be where the controversy. I said East Tennessee. I'm sure that exists. <laughs> I, I was gonna say uh, in East from, Tennessee. I don't think we would be talking about this if there weren't controversy. Oh, I'm sure. So. After school programs. Yeah, uh, um, summer camps and community spaces. So all yes, and all of this information is from their website. So. Yeah. They say it captures the imagination and play of gender fluidity of childhood and gives kids glamorous, positive, and unabashedly queer role models. In spaces like this, kids are able to see people who defy rigid gender restrictions and imagine a world where everyone can be their authentic selves. So um, here's what some different like programming people said about it. Drag Queen Story Hour is a fun and important program that celebrates diversity in the way that children may dress and act. It encourages children to look beyond gender stereotypes and embrace unfettered exploration of self. Programs like Drag Queen Story Hour encourage acceptance of difference and help to prevent bullying while providing an enjoyable library experience. Hmm. Literary experience. Clearly, we missed our opportunity to give our initial reactions. Seriously. Okay, go ahead. No, no. You want to give everybody else's reaction. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What, did, what were you going to say? I like it. Okay. So... <laughs> I like it, too. That was from the Director of Youth and Family <laughs> Services from the Brooklyn Public Library. Um, I mean, it basically, these I, I've got other quotes I can read, but they're people just talking about what a great program it is and presenting positive queer role models for kids and um, 
reducing it, gender assumptions. I was just going to say, you're going to get, you're going to get to the pushback. I know. So I'll wait. Yes. Um, here's one from, uh, the drag queen themselves called Bix Warden, a children's librarian. Maybe it's not, uh, <laughs> let me, Hold on. Drag Queen Story Hour is a wonderful program that helps to bring acceptance of diversity to our communities. The most recent Drag Queen Story Hour at the Eureka Valley slash Harvey Milk Memorial Branch Library, the presenter Black Benatar read My Princess Boy by Cheryl Killadavis. When she finished reading, she asked the children, about 40 of them, if you met a princess boy, would you make fun of him? And all the children said no. Then she asked them if they would ask him to play with them, and they all said yes. I had tears in my eyes. It was so beautiful and moving. The program is more important than ever. So that was from uh, Bix Warden, a children's librarian from the San Francisco Public Library. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess when I first heard about it, I was kind of like, drag queen is like adult nighttime fun. And it didn't make any sense to me why it would have to, like, what it had to do with children's programming. But after, like, researching it for the episode, like, I would love to take my kid to watch. Well, they're not, so, I mean, everybody, like, assumes somehow that just because, like, you're a drag queen or a drag king or something, like, you're inappropriate. So, Well, because all of the drag shows I've been to have been delightfully inappropriate. So, the ones I've watched, they fucking sing, like, Britney Spears and Whitney Houston songs. Like... They're not doing any, they're not saying cuss words, they're not right. doing any, they're just performing in drag. Well, um, and so there's nothing inherently wrong with that. So if you go in, they're also fucking, they're not stupid, they're gonna be, they're speaking to kids. They're not gonna be talking right. about dicks and assholes, they're gonna be talking about kid fucking relevant stuff. Exactly. People forget this. People forget that people know the difference between nighttime and daytime <laughs> right and what's appropriate for adults and kids and so just because they're a fucking drag queen or king doesn't mean they don't know the difference between what's appropriate for a kid or not like, right i guess for me it was just like <laughs> oh yeah for me i was like no oh. this is like our thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't take it away from us it's the one joy we have in life <laughs> no see the thing is is that and it, it goes back to the problem with so much of this stuff is that it makes people with it makes adults that have already developed their preconceived notions and have already been raised in a certain way or have already made their opinion feel uncomfortable because they have formulated an opinion and they don't realize how innocent and open their children are right. to things like this. So they think, well, these people go out to these bars. They're all gay and they're all fucking each other backstage mm -hmm. and they're all just depraved human beings that are just the, the reason they're doing this is because they can make my little boy wear a they, dress. I was just going to say they want to program the kids. They're recruiting yeah. these people and they're recruiting our kids and they want us to think, they want our kids to think the way that they think. And it's like, they're just people wearing costumes. Well, you're doing the, the I mean, same thing. On a simple <laughs> level, like if you just, like, I, and I, I don't mean to oversimplify this and take out like the importance that it has to people that do it but they're just wearing costume yes at the at the base level of this and they're still people and well so it's no difference like, just like you said if they're going to show up to a library they're not going to be singing songs about getting laid or right. risque dancing or you know the they're not going to be hitting on the kids they're still <laughs> normal fucking people they're not all gay. They're not all right. trans. They're not like right. there's 
the, there's so much to this. Right. It's performance art. It's nothing else. And so to these assumptions are made by ignorant people who have already made that that feel uncomfortable. Well, they're, yeah, it, they're, it's very similar to like we were talking about the the free the nipple thing is that people get upset when they are forced to feel a certain way or to reconcile their own belief system well, where it's, it's really like this has to be bad because I was told that it was bad and there's no way that it can't be bad and I don't want my kids to get brainwashed mm-hmm. right. and it's like they're just reading but stories and if you don't say anything your kid they're not going to do anything whether it's a boy or nope. a girl nope no and if they do call. you just tell them it's not really a big deal it's no different than you teaching them your bigotry Right, but I mean, it's like kids just don't let know the difference. To a story, right? To a person with this over-the-top glamorous right. makeup and outfit. Well, if you get it, what the real objection is, right? It's, it's I, I is, is it wrong for a boy to wear something a girl would wear? Well, right. Then Channing but, Tatum the, is a dickhead for wearing a princess dress with his daughter. We could go back, <laughs> right? Like right. to Shakespeare. Yeah, they were way. It's kind of the, the, where where drag comes from, right. really. Well, uh, most of the actors, even were male. Greek plays yeah. and Greek stuff and and things like that, the actors were men because women weren't allowed on the stage. Correct, and so men played both parts, and so did you even go to like the seventies with Flip Wilson and him wearing a dress and playing these characters and stuff and celebrated by everybody, but then when it becomes a performance art and we get to this point i've done drag in church for like a a luncheon or something and it was everybody had a great time and it was there was there was an innocence to it and there is when you separate yourself from your opinion i mean or not opinion preconceived notions exactly because i think what we as humans always want to do is put things in a box mm-hmm. right so for me drag was in the box of like fun ooh, and nighttime, scandalous and fun yeah. but after like looking at this program uh, but of course like i was immediately like all these people are being jerks uh, which we'll talk about in a second but mm-hmm. um this is actually a really beautiful program and something i would very much take my kid to sure. because i think you know <laughs> being born a white male <laughs> seeing people who are I want him desperately to see people that are different than him and not have the not have such rigid ideas about what is normal and what's not and what's acceptable and what isn't and what's you know what he wears and what he does and what he said like doesn't have to be so rigidly structured yeah and I would say watching a drag queen read a story is a lot less disturbing than watching a clown, for instance, read a story. To some people, for sure. I mean, so like, you know, we 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 do story time with people in costumes all the time and different yeah. characters and whatnot. Like, why are we making this a thing? You yeah. know, because because you don't understand it because you're not com- comfortable with it is why. Yeah, that's well, the answer. Again, I mean, it, it, like people put too much into the gender of it, right? And forget that it's just a person yeah, it's wearing a, a, a costume a, that right. they have created it and it's it's a character right it's 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 100 percent character yeah. it, the gender becomes irrelevant right well, people become it obsessed should, it should become a, a irrelevant yeah. i one of my good friends 
is a and and this is the other interesting part. Gender becomes so irrelevant. I know women who play both drag kings and drag queens. Like yeah, women that are are drag queens. Geneva plays that. Geneva Convention is uh, one of my really good friends, mm-hmm. and I mean she goes she she has multiple characters and it's artistic and yeah. that's what it is for her. It's an art. There's yeah. a Tony Collette movie where she's a woman who plays a drag queen. To Wong Fu, thank you for everything. Uh, well, and Victor Denzel Victoria. Washington, or was it uh, Wesley Snipes? Who was in that? John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Victor Victoria is Julie Andrews yeah. playing a man playing a woman. <laughs> right, like, yeah, it's yeah. all, in, like, you know, right. So, um, of course, because we can't have nice things, um, one of uh, one of drag queen story hours performers, Little Miss Hot Mess, um, said it's hard to ignore the drama that some members of society stir up. While we have faced backlash from the beginning in recent months, this was back in July, I think, we've seen an uptick in organized opposition. Personally, as the author of two children's books, my work has faced book bans and challenges, including from Senator Marco Rubio, who parroted surprise false far right rhetoric accusing me of creating quote sexually charged content. I also regularly receive hate mail calling me horrific names and threatening my safety. So Republican senators in my cursor just did something crazy. Florida, Arizona, Texas. This is this is what drives me bananas about the arguments with this, with the conspiracy theories, with the COVID deniers and the anti-maskers is that they will say, you're trying to push your beliefs down my throat and you're trying to turn me into what you want to be. You're trying to brainwash my kid into being gay or you're trying to push your agenda on me with the anti-maskers. It was, this is, this is an atmosphere of fear and they just want you to be scared so you will comply. They're the most scared motherfuckers I've ever met. And yeah, I don't have they're the they, ones yeah. that are preaching fear. Be afraid of what they're saying. They're be afraid of the fear that they're pushing. Like, what the fuck did you just say <laughs> the whole time? And, and on this side, they're saying, You're trying to indoctrinate my kids with your beliefs, and you're trying to shove gayness in our throats, and you're trying to Wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> um sorry, Lindsey Graham. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to like push you're trying to teach our kids how to be gay and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, but you're trying to teach our kids how to be Christians. You're yes. pushing your beliefs also. Like, right. you're trying to indoctrinate our kids also. So, you can't, you're, you're accusing us of doing exactly what, what you you're do. doing. Yeah, well, but yes, they're like, right and everybody else is of wrong. Of course, so, like, we don't even get to have full autonomy over right, our body, but, like, but right. you know, a tran- you know, somebody who is a drag queen is a problem. Right. Like, that's what we're going to focus on. So, Republican legislators in Florida, Arizona, and Texas, and other states are trying to crack down, or were trying to crack down, with proposals to ban minors from drag shows, as if people were taking their little kids to, like, nighttime drag shows. That's the bar. Like, if if it's at a bar, they can't can't get in anyway. I I think there are some restaurants that do, like, brunch, like, drag bingo and stuff, but... um, 
Anyway, G- Governor Ron DeSantis has suggested he Another could order canoe. Well, that's a lot of government control for Republicans, huh? It sure mm-hmm. is. Tell me how to run my business. Wasn't that a big thing during COVID? Like, you can't tell me whether I can open mm-hmm. or close my mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has suggested he could order his state's Child Protective Services Department to investigate parents who take their children to such performances. And I think that would include, like, story time at the library. Um, Senator Marco Rubio successfully got a drag queen story hour event canceled in an Air Force base in Germany. That's saying it w- crazy to me. Yeah. But go ahead. Saying it would expose children to, quote, sexually charged content. In his letter to the U.S. Air Force Secretary, uh, he referred to a kid's book written by Little Miss Hot Mess, who I read from earlier, called The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. He quoted her saying she'd written the book to help kids, quote, experience the magic of drag and get a little practice shaking their hips or shimmying their shoulders to know how they can feel. Uh, fabulous inside their own bodies. If you sexualize that, you're the one with the problem. Yeah, clearly well, you have never watched Nickelodeon. We know Marco Rubio or the is Disney a Channel or trash. any of these shows. Like kids fucking dance. What are you talking about? He called the event propaganda and said decisions about kids' bodies should be made by moms and dads. It's kind of a lot to have a U.S. senator come for you in that way. A little Miss Hot Mess. Why says. would a right, U.S. Like, senator right. decide to write Parents to? Should have that ability sure. to make decisions. About their kid's body. But even if their so, kids are trans. Right. Just saying. But anyway. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> but like sure. So if, but if I'm you saying don't those same people would go be, there, don't, don't take your kids. go there. But I'm saying it's these same people who are trying to make laws, taking the kids away from parents. If mm. the kid is trans and they're trying to get them out. Right. Okay. I get that. But like, I'm, I'm saying like. Yeah. The, make the, the make is, decisions what, about your kid's so body. fucking crazy about this right. is. If you don't want your kid to go to drag brunch or drag story don't time, don't take them. Don't take them. It's like, quite the solution. It's not a requirement. Like right, nobody's no one's saying forcing you have you. to come right. to this. So, how is it affecting you, Marco Rubio? Because he doesn't want it. Right. Yeah. It's what's they they pick and choose what they want. Well, to and, and it's an easy issue to get his base behind. You're right. Yes. And, and it is. Invigorate them. So, even worse, um, a group of men allegedly part of the far-right Proud Boys, and if you don't know who they are, we'll get to them in a minute, disrupted a storytime event at the San Lorenzo Library. Kyle Chu, whose drag name is Panda Dulce, was about to read to preschool and kindergarten children wearing shirts emblazoned... Oh, so, wearing shirts emblazoned with AK-47s, the men shouted homophobic and transphobic threats. That's not more scary for the kids. Right. So, they rush into a library story hour screaming. The Proud Boys yelled, who brought the tranny and started hurling insults, calling me a pedophile and a groomer, Chu told Teen Vogue. To be confronted with bigots that are deeply misinformed about who you are and what you stand for is terrifying. Which is, uh, to the children also. The children that were brought there by their parents voluntarily. Mm-hmm. And then the Proud Boys interrupted it involuntarily and Screaming shoved and their beliefs down these with kids' guns throats. on yeah. their chest. Yeah. It, it, it is probably, worth yeah. noting the police escorted the Proud Boys out and started a hate crime investigation. Don't know where that ended up. Um, the Drag Queen Story Hour organization is now pri- providing safety training to its members. The executive director says, We're challenging the patriarchy and challenging the binary. We're challenging societal norms and forced gender roles and stereotypes that have been in our culture literally forever. It's Pride Month, so this was a while ago, guys. And we're trying to focus on being proud of who we are and doing our programming. We have a great community that loves us and wants us there. They have always been greater than any opposition. We are defiantly loud and very organized as well, just with glitter. Love it. Um, 
And once again, if you're not into this, you don't have to take your kids. Nobody's making you take your kids. I tell people all the time kids. when there's something on the TV, just turn off the fucking TV. I mean, the last I we're not required they were to watch. Like, having like scheduling fake events. I don't know how they were doing this, but they were somehow convincing the Proud Boys or whatever these organizations are that they would be at a different location and then have the actual event somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not hard to, to confuse those well, people. I, look, BT I'm dubs. Not, they're not, not. They're not the top of the genetic pool. I'm not running into Sunday school services screaming this is indoctrination they're, tell- right. they're trying to control you it's all about control get out of here your kids shouldn't be here this is bad it's all bullshit you Fuck don't this. no i don't because it's you not should. my place and it's it's not their place and that's it's so infuriating i really again, think it's, it's funny it's that it's they so many people yeah. feeling like their opinion is matters, better or is better is than someone special. else's it's just funny because when the reverse is done to them they, they can't take it. They're targeted. And it's like, that's all you do. They're coming after us You're, and they're violent. You take the away, Dems are violent. Right. I mean, you see people like spray paint their own garage, BLM, anarchy, Biden 2020. And it's like, mm-hmm. you... You are so far out of touch, you don't even know what you're angry what you're, at. Right. Like, none of that m- meshes together. Like, right. you know, and, and they're doing it again. Where they're like, I, you know, it's they're trying. It's it's propaganda, but it's they're doing again. They're accusing others of doing the exact same thing they do, and then when they do it, and it's on them, then they're targeted, and it's evil and wicked, and right. they're coming for your rights. So the Proud Boys, um, <laughs> super fun organization. We've talked about doing an episode on them for many many moons now but um i don't want to give them their own episode so we're going to talk about them here yeah (laughs) because this they i think they are the ones mostly causing the problem here so who actually are the proud boys uh they were established in 2016 by this guy called gavin mcginnis he was the co-founder of vice media he is a self-described western chauvinist anti-political correctness anti-white guilt um Beliefs are Western culture is superior to others. Racism is a myth created by guilty white liberals. Islam is a culture of violence. And feminism is about demasculinizing men. Um, he was working at a company uh, with a group of like-minded men at Compound Media where he had the Gavin McInnes show. And they bonded over their shared frustration with PC culture. And they started meeting in bars. Good, good place. Mm-hmm. All good things happen in bars. So from these gatherings, the Proud Boys were born. Uh, he officially introduced the group in Takis magazine in September 2016. There are four levels of membership. The first degree is you're a prospective. Wait, member. wait, wait. Did you say Takis magazine? Mm-hmm. Like the little snacks? Yeah, The little know. snacks have their own magazine? We think they must. I don't know, man. <laughs> we don't really follow too much of the Proud Boy shit, so. So the first degree is a prospective member, and you simply have to declare, I am a Western chauvinist, and I refuse to apologize for creating the modern oh, world. Oh, they created the modern world, did they? They did. Got it. Okay. Second degree. Wow. You have to endure a beating until they can yell out the names of five breakfast cereals in order to demonstrate adrenaline control. What? Okay, but... <laughs> Gangs are bad. <laughs> Gangs are bad, and they're these ones we are gotta, okay because white guys did it. White guys did this because of the gangs. This isn't a gang; it's a club. You're beating someone into. Your I kind gang. of enjoy this. No, Let's no, try it. no. I'm gonna beat you it's until different. you can name by. You, you have Twix, you have Cheerios, a flag. You, t- you have a flag. You're a gang. Wow. No, we're not a gang. We're a club. Checks, kicks, 
See, you can't charms. even you can't even name them when you're not getting beaten, Coke. and neither can I. Cornflakes, frosted, frosted flakes. flakes, Lucky Charms, Frankenberry, Special K Redberry, Special K Blueberry. <laughs> Why don't you just go down the list of Special K? Yeah, it's true that. <laughs> Special K cinnamon, Special K chocolate, Special K redberries, Special K blueberries. But then they're going to kick you and call you the F word the whole time. Frosted Tricks, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes. How quickly this episode devolved. Anyway, so uh, third degree, you have to get a Proud Boys tattoo. Fourth degree, you must get in a fight for the cause. So here's here's my favorite. Attack a woman or a black man. Yep. So here's here's my favorite. This one's my favorite too. No member can masturbate or watch watch porn more than once a month, because <laughs> you gotta save all those like man juices for going out there and you know and rage beating doing your some, wife, doing your girlfriend, yeah. picking up a new lady. Um, and any man can join as long as he recognizes white men aren't the problem. <laughs> Don't worry, ladies. If you're feeling left out, there's the proud boys, girls. Fucking a. Um, so this group denies any connection to the alt right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're at all of their events. It's so yeah, weird. They're, well, they're, they're definitely they're holding hands in the crowd. They are at least a gateway group. We talk about gateway drugs. This is a gateway group to worse things. It is so far right. It is. In February 2021, the Canadian government designated the Proud Boys as a terrorist entity, Praise citing Canada. the role the group played in January 6th. Um, Thank God <sighs> Canada exists. <laughs> all i have to say yeah love their monarch fucking so i think this is i i'm pretty sure uh this is uh gavin McInnes who said this transphobia is perfectly natural uh this prompted his former employer uh to sever ties with him we're all transphobic he wrote in the piece published on the website thought catalog we see there are no old trannies they die of drug overdoses and suicide way before they're 40 and nobody notices because nobody knows them they are mentally ill gays who need help and that doesn't include being maimed by physicians He's also referred to transgender people as gender N-words and stupid lunatics. Well, Ru- RuPaul's 61 years old, so... I'd love, like, I'd love for RuPaul to just, like... Here's what's funny. And yet, like, Caitlyn Jenner is running as a Republican. I, I She's have, still running? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's I mean, that's just, like, the most disgusting thing I've ever, like... Do they not have anything better to do? No. They want to feel special... They need a sense of purpose and a cause. And that's exactly what the far right does is it takes things and it gives these people who have like pretty mundane lives probably where they go to work and then they come home and they're just like, well, I don't know what to do with my hands. And they're like, well, here's an enemy. Here is somebody that you can, this enemy is coming from you and your beliefs. They're coming after your beliefs and they're going to shake the foundations of everything that you hold sacred unless you stand up and do something and stop jerking off, you weirdo. By the way, Caitlyn Jenner is a Republican because Caitlyn Jenner is still an elitist. Money. You're right. Whore. Right. So they're all, you know, if you're a fucking money whore, it doesn't matter all your other show. Jenner ended up 13th place with 75,000 votes. Which was one percent of the votes cast for the replacement candidates. So yeah. Anyway, good job so on I that, think Caitlin you know if we want to have like, so uh, masculinity is a lovely thing when it's you know channeled in the right way, just like femininity. So maybe we could like redirect some of this like 
protective energy into not scaring children at library story times. Right. Yeah. Like we're so worried about the kids, but we're going to fucking make threats and scare the shit out of them. Well, no, it's be, and that's what the, again, it's like the, they give the illusion that you, that people are coming for you and your way of life. Right. And you have you to so do threatened? something about it. Yeah. But by doing so, they're like, you need to be afraid of the fear that they're trying to push. And so yeah. these people are afraid, but they're going, I won't live in your fear and your tyranny. And it's like, you're creating you're your own. You're doing your own fear and tyranny. You're creating your own. But it's theirs like that you they're comfortable with. Hollywood and just ride some rides without having an opinion on anybody there. <laughs> right. But instead, you choose to like go scare some fucking kids yeah. for no reason. Yeah, because you're they're a shitbag. You're a kids. You're your a shitbag. Your kids are home, like watching, reading, watching Field the and porn, stream and, and, and like Proud Boy Digest or, or eating not. some talkies. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that they call themselves? These are full grown adults, and they call themselves Proud Boys, boys and the women are Proud Boys girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're disgusting. Why, I, I, why they're are we sc- doing that? Because I do believe that they're very infantile in their speaking and yes, they, they right, but they don't see themselves that way. No, so. that's, no, that's, that's the point. The, they're so fucking stupid these, and juvenile; the they don't even know it. Gymnastics from these far right fascists is un like it's there's there's no sense of irony. No, there's <laughs> there is no none. logic to it. Like if you look at enough of this stuff, you're just like you. I heard the full two sentences that you just said, and they just contradict each other. And and I, I again, and and the fear thing is so relevant. I just watched a documentary series called Shadowland, where it examines conspiracy theories, and it goes into a lot of the ones specifically about COVID and anti masks and and stuff like that. But it also touches on replacement theory. And some other things like that. But the goal of it wasn't just to say, look at these fucking crazy people. And I appreciate the documentary. Where I tried to get Katrina to watch it, and I was like, it's going to make you mad. Like, you're going to get angry at it. But what I liked about it was it didn't stop there. It, it talked about these conspiracy theorists and these individuals as people. And it was like, how did they get here? Mm-hmm. And they talked to people in their life like, what was the turning point? What was happening in this person's life that led them down this path? And there's this, there's these recurring themes that you start to pick up, like things are going bad, somebody loses their job, yeah. or there's yeah. a, and they need to reestablish control of their lives, yeah. or they need something to hang on to, or, or something along those lines that pushes them into this community. And then they get into the community and they're like, welcome, welcome. We need all the fucking people we can get because we're fucking crazy. And then from there, it doesn't matter what they're saying. It's like, we're just going to follow this to the end because I've already, I'm too deep. And if I'm to say now that maybe I'm wrong, then I wasted a lot of fucking time and energy. And so I have to double down. And it's it's fucking sad because again, there's it's just that contradiction of we're not gonna live in fear, but we're fucking terrified of what you're doing to our country. And it's like but you're well, 
their whole their whole you're, everything's you're a contradiction. Us, you're telling us that we can't indoctrinate your kids, but your kids aren't anywhere near this situation. Right. You're interfering with other people raising their kids. You're saying that we can't tell you how to raise your kids, but you're telling other people how to raise their kids. So you and, and they just don't get it. The, it's it's no. not it's not convenient because to get it. Because they're heroes. They're yeah. saving kids. And it's the kids that they're protecting. It's the pedophiles. It's the satanic pedophile Democrats that are trafficking kids. And, it, you know, I mean, the documentary goes on to say, like, people feel like they're protecting kids. Like, that's why this is such a big thing. Trafficking kids and you're uh, brainwashing kids into being drag queens and you're making them gay and they're going to catch gay and all this stuff. And it gives them this sense of we're protecting the children. We're, we're, we're here for the children because it's fucking easy right. to make them, to give them this sense of purpose. And it, you know, in, um, in my, in my new social work degree, I've been, not that I have it yet, the working towards What's it. What you're working toward. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've been learning about is trauma-informed care and how important it is to look at people through the lens of what has happened to this person mm -hmm. instead of what is wrong with this person. Right. And yes, it's a really hard thing to, you know, especially when something like this happens. Like, it's important to understand that there are reasons people fall into these lines of thinking. Um, there's all kinds of reasons. Sure. But when you are on the receiving end of the deluge of hate... I don't think it's a fair expectation to care or understand mm -hmm. why somebody is screaming at you. No, you know? and, and on the other side of that, and the people that do get into the conspiracy theories, there are the people at the top of these conspiracy theories, like Gavin McGinnis and um, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, Ugh. and mm -hmm. these people who know they're spewing bullshit. Right. And likely don't believe most of the rhetoric that they're spewing, but they know that it's giving them power and it's giving them a fan base and it's making them a lot of fucking money. And so it's like Trump. Yeah. They yeah. just yeah. They just double down and they roll with it because it it create like at this point, Trump has created a cult. It is yeah. literally a cult that will follow him to their deaths eventually. They're all drink the Kool-Aid. And, and it's it's sad to see that, but I mean, there's it, but you can't talk to these people. Like there's no, no there's nothing that you can say to these people that's going to change their mind because they have planted their flag and this is their cause. Well, and what's unfortunate about that is that nobody could benefit from these ideas that are presented at Drag Queen Story Hour more than these people and their children. Like the idea that you know they they harken back to this this rightness of whiteness and this the way and things used to be being the yeah, yes old and school and Before all we i want vote. for <laughs> my white son is to not be that way well to have him not not grow up thinking that the way he is is the right the way and everybody else is uh, like they're doing their own thing like what? you know like I, I yeah i don't want him to think the way my human being is is right or at least the rightest, and everybody else Correct. is wrong. Yeah. Like, he's think, right as much as anybody else is. I, I just can't imagine spending so much of my time and my life being angry and offended. Yeah. I, and I on just, vitriol. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. 
their blood pressure has to be through the roof, especially if they're not getting a release but once a month, you know? <laughs> well, it didn't say they couldn't have sex. They just can't. That's true. They just but can't. But if you're... If you're well, these are also know. the same guys that probably they're think all you can't rape your wife. Too. Right. Well, that's right. And you can't get pregnant by <laughs> rape. You can't get pregnant if you didn't want to. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. If you are get raped... It's not rape if you get pregnant because you wanted it. Because you can't get pregnant if you didn't want it. That's a whole line on the abortion people. So all the people who aren't having babies when they say they want them, maybe they just That's don't really want it enough. Well, yeah. maybe they don't God. deserve it. Or God yeah. doesn't want them to. Oh, yeah. There's a whole lot of this. We I also need to do an episode on trad wives. These are traditional wives. It's a whole thing. Yeah, and it is a whole thing. And it's not unconnected. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so great. So now we're all soups rowdy. Yeah. And it's the end of our drink. recording day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you had some questions at the end. Like, um, I would taking, no. taking, ki- I would take my kid to a drag show. Of course. An appropriate. I mean, at an appropriate age. And, in an appropriate and all of that. context. So like, right. If they, if at five we go to a storytelling, yes, and if at eighteen or even seventeen, probably yeah. a show, yes, I would it's take common right. Sense. It's it's the same as I would do with rated R movies and all of that kind of, of thing. Of course. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course I would in in the proper context, yes. Yeah, but like I would with anything. Correct. It's not that it's really not a hard correct situation. <laughs> like it's really not. So, yeah, I think that's well. Super. I'm exhausted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a drag queen story hour to go to, because I seriously, go. or even a drag show, anything drag, anything. So they do okay. drag bingo at Millenmon. Sounds fun. like fun. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Well, find us at thatotherfword.com. Email us thatotherfword at gmail. We um, need you to like and subscribe, please. Have a friend like and subscribe. Sometimes we're on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, it's uh, thatotherfwordpod. And um, otherwise, don't be a dick to trannies. And or I don't think we say that. We word. don't say that anymore. Don't be a dick to drag anything. Yes, I don't think we say that word. That you say. <laughs> <laughs> we. I don't know what's right anymore. I'm gonna. Okay. Lo- I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll be informed for next one. Okay, guys. And remember, feminism, feminism isn't a bad word. word.